What's up? What's up? Welcome to Move Fast, Lift Heavy podcast. This is Joe Roscoe, co-host of MFLH Pod. Thanks again for joining in. If you are a regular listener, please subscribe, rate it, comment it, swipe up, double click, share it with friends, screenshot it, put it on your IG stories, all the things. Spread the love. We're working hard over here to uh, give you some of the the biggest and brightest stars of the CrossFit space. And not just talk about fitness and exercise, but all things lifestyle, apparel, all the good stuff. So if you want to support Move Fast, Lift Heavy, the team that will be going to semis, you can check it out at MoveFastLiftHeavy.com. Here's this cute little t-shirt design of all these cuties, the four of them, Winter, Nicole, and uh, Will, and Christian. So yeah, check it out. Let's bring on Christian, founder of Move Fast, Lift Heavy. He can tell you a little bit more about the shirt. Um, if you haven't tried out Christian's training program, you can try it out at movefastlifthevy.com. So, uh, yeah, let's bring him on. Christian Harris. What's up? What's up? How you doing? I'm great. I'm great. I'm going to plug my mic back in. I think it uh, I think it fell out here in a sec. You sound good. I sound good. Good. But- do I look good? Because right now you can't even see me. I can't even see you. You're wearing that. You're wearing that camouflage right now. Yeah. Tell us about the t-shirt. Uh, the shirt is inspired by a Beatles album cover. Since the team, we could not all decide on a theme. We, you know, discussed everything from Marvel to '90s. Nickelodeon shows to you name it, we thought of it. If anyone has something better, maybe you can give us an idea for the for the game shirt. But I want to I want to hear about the discussion more because you said this a couple of times. Were you all uh were you all like fighting, bickering over it? Like that idea is stupid. No, my idea. No, is we just we just kept saying like, oh, we should do this, but then someone else would want to do something else. You know, we all <laughs> liked the ideas. Like there was there was a Wizard of Oz. Oh, uh, idea who, thrown into were, the were you going to be the Were you going to be the Tin Man? Who are you going to be? I, I would have had to have been the Tin Man for sure. Oh my! <laughs> wait, can we do like a another shirt for the games? And that, and I'm I'm all about that. <laughs> that would be hilarious. The yellow brick brick road towards the games, you know? Yeah. The yellow brick road towards Madison. Yeah, I mean, we 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 thought about a bunch of different things, but this is what we this is what right. we came upon. All right, cool. Well, uh, I wish you all the best. You. If you guys love uh, Move Fast, Lift Heavy and the team, support them. And, uh, yeah, go to movefastlifthevy.com to check out the T-shirt. Speaking of good people, uh, we have a guest today that is like, I don't know, can you get any more of a good human being than uh, than our guest here? Would you, would you agree? I 100% agree. I mean, is there <laughs> is there a mean bone in this, this young lady's uh, – body i don't know if if there is i haven't seen it i want to try to bring it out of her i'm gonna see if we can can do it so let's uh welcome welcome to uh the podcast young uprising crossfit star uh was seen at the games uh last year and uh yeah we're just excited to get to know our next guest emma carey hey emma hey thank you so much for having me Oh, it's thanks our, for coming on. It's our pleasure. It's our pleasure. Where are you calling in from? Where are you right now? 
I'm in Naples, Florida. I moved here a little over three months ago from Missouri, so a big change. Um, but to be able to train full-time with my coach, and I absolutely love it. It's it's paradise here. Right? You can't beat the weather, can you? No. No, of course not why I moved down here, but I would never complain <laughs> about warm weather and beaches. It was a nice added perk that came along with it. Um, how long have you been in You said three months you've been in Naples, or how long have you been yeah. down there? Three yeah, months? a little over three months. Okay. And where were you coming from originally? Uh, Marshfield, Missouri, a really small town. I lived there my whole life. Um, it was hard to leave, but I just knew that this was where I needed to be um, mm -hmm. to reach my full potential in CrossFit. Yeah. And now that I'm here, I never want to leave. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually spent two years in Branson, Missouri. Can you believe it? Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's where I started CrossFit in 2013 in Branson. That's really cool. That's about, I'd say a little over an hour from Marshfield. Okay. Um, okay. And that's where we'd go sometimes on weekends just to kind of get away. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful lakes there. Yeah. Um, fact. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's uh, that. Uh, what's it? Is it just called Ozark on Netflix, Christian? Do you know yes. this? Yep. Have you Have you watched it? I have. It's crazy, right? Crazy. Is that is that where it takes place? Yeah, the Ozarks. Okay. Yeah, near Branson. Uh, right, Emma? You would know better than me. I've never watched it. Uh, <laughs> no, but the you 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 do know that the Ozarks, the Ozark Lakes, are are close to Branson in that proximity. Yes. Uh, where are your parents? Did they stay in Missouri or did they come with you to Naples? Uh, my mom moved here with me. She's amazing. She's all in. Um, and my dad can't retire until next March. Uh, uh -huh. but as soon as he can, he'll be down here too. Wow. What a bit. Well, first off, amazing support by your mom and your dad too. That's gotta be so hard for your, your dad to stay behind while he's uh, waiting to retire. How's that been transition wise for you and your family? Um, what a commitment you all made. Yeah, um, it's definitely been hard, but it's been so worth it. Like, I'm an only child, so we're very, very close. Uh, my parents are really my best friends, my biggest fans. So I knew I knew that this is what they wanted for me. Um, and I wanted to go all in on moving to Naples. I didn't know that they'd be all in on it, too. But I'm so grateful to have them here because, like, really everybody – Everybody at this level needs as many things off their plate as possible. Um, and they do that for me and just help me focus mm -hmm. on being the best athlete I can be. They're always there for mm -hmm. me. They're just the best, and I'm so grateful. Yeah, sounds like it. Well, if they're your best friends, you're the sum of the, what do they say, five people around you. So yeah. there's two out of the five. So they're obviously good people because you seem like uh, a sweetheart. So being in Naples now, and you said you have these things taken off your plate as far as your support team, is it just get up, train, eat, recover, and sleep and repeat, or or what's your day-to-day -day like? Yeah, 100% that, and <laughs> yeah. I love it. Um, I love that really every choice I make can get me closer to the athlete I want to be. Um, I graduated high school a semester early back in December, so I could – Congratulations. Really be able to thank you, but I wanted to be able to put all of my energy into this. I felt like I felt like I was spread too thin and I wasn't my best really in any area of my life. Um so I was like I can't be a professional athlete forever. 
So I'm going to make the most of that right now. Yeah. Yeah. That was probably tough to be balancing school and, um, and CrossFit at the same time and trying to compete amongst, uh, a quote unquote adults, you know, the older girls that might not be balancing a school life schedule. Now, do yeah. you have any aspirations, uh, to go back to school at some point? Um, it's definitely something that I might do, but really like no career goals outside of dominating the sport of CrossFit, just really like whatever I want to do after that, that will be, I mean, that's a long time away. So we'll just see. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> you, all right. So I think I have you figured out, Emma. I think I have you figured out. So Christian, Emma, I'll put it like this and everyone listening or watching on YouTube. You know, when you're watching a TV show or movie and someone's expressing, you know, anger or rage or whatever, and they're yelling. And then you compare that to anger, or rage or yelling or uh, whatever, not yelling, but they're not yelling. They're like speaking it softly or they're like giving the message. And it's that much more fear. It's like fear inducing because you're like, oh, wow, like. They're not even raising their voice. They're just, you, know, you know what I'm talking about, Christian? You know what I'm talking about? I do. So Emma just like casually was like, when I, with my goals of, she said, dominating the sport of CrossFit, but said it as if she was talking about, I don't know, going to get morning coffee. Like it was nothing. <laughs> that to me makes you, Emma, dangerous in a good way. Like, People probably are sleeping on you, but you seem like a fierce competitor, huh? Yeah, um, it is something like I just believe in myself and I believe my goals so much and I believe every word I say. Why wouldn't I speak about them casually in conversation? Like they're just so much a part of me and they're dreams I've had for so long. It's like not even really something I think about. And there's even times, though, where I will say something like that, and I'll be like, oh, maybe maybe that wasn't the place to say that right now. Um, but no, that's just who I am. Yeah, and I love that. That's amazing. I don't say that for you to be second-guessing yourself. I say it in full 100% support <clears throat> to keep doing what you're doing, for sure. Um, I mean, I got a taste of how how much of a tenacious competitor you are at the Granite Games in that final event. Uh, with the overhead dumbbell walking lunges. Yeah, that was gnarly. And like you just like the grit and determination that you showed in that event to me was it was cool to watch. Yeah, thank you. Uh, the <laughs> How- Games was really my biggest learning experience, um, probably ever. Like the thruster run event, and then that dumbbell overhead walking lunge event. Like just not not strengths of mine. Um, But I just, I went out there with the mindset, like, I will do whatever it takes to win. Any amount of pain, any amount of suffering, like, bring it on. I I am mentally tough enough to hang on to these dumbbells. Like, I've got this. I want to win. And, like, that is great until you physically can't do another rep and the dumbbells are hitting your head and you're at failure and can't finish the workout. (laughs) Um, So, like, those were hard lessons. But I really feel like a big takeaway from the granite games besides just strategy was proving to myself how much I truly want it. Uh, Cause you can say it, you can, I mean, you can really believe it just in conversation. It's easy to believe it when you're not hurting, but when you are and you just push yourself to failure, 
again and again, even though that's not the best on the competition floor, it was like, I, I've never really known that that hunger was inside of me until it was like the only thing I felt. And that was a really cool feeling, even like in the, even though in the moment it kind of hurt just not having the finishes I wanted in the events, I wouldn't change the Granite Games at all. Yeah, you could tell that the potential is, was there, right? Yeah. And yeah. just physically, it just seemed like you had a little bit of a, a rough go, yeah. you know, from, from everything that weekend. But I was definitely impressed. And then you had your rookie showing at the Games. Yeah, that was an amazing learning experience, too. Um, I mean, I, I feel like there were a lot of things that I was told and I was like, yeah, okay, I, I believe you, but I couldn't really understand what like these games athletes and coaches were telling me until I was experiencing that for myself, like on a rope climb event. I thought you just had to take rest between rope climbs, kind of the same thing on pegboards. Like I just thought that you had to have rest. Um, so that's how I trained. That's, that's really what I expected everybody else to do. And then you can fully understand the level of competition out there. And you're like, you know, I am, I'm good at a lot of things, but there are a lot of people who are a lot better than me. And that was just like, it was eye opening to see where, where I had been putting my energy in workouts, maybe wasn't the best place to put it. And just all of the big takeaways and and of course, I'm proud of my finish at the games, um, but it can still get so much better just because I'm smarter. And like when I'm fitter, it's really going to be cool too. What did you learn behind the scenes when you're at the games? Maybe it was watching a veteran or maybe they gave you some advice. There's a lot of, we were talking about on an episode at, at the Granite Games. You remember that that very long walk you had to take from the, like the hotel to the event and then back and yeah. forth, you know, just little things about, Oh, how am I going to schedule out my day? So I'm not taxing myself unnecessarily throughout this event. So when you're at the games in Madison, were there any tricks of the trade that you picked up on for the next time that you make a run at going to the games? Yeah. Um, it's very different from competing as a team. And that is so obvious saying now, um, but as a team, like you didn't have to bring all your food for the day because you would be able to go back to your hotel room because you just didn't have as many events. Um, but as an individual, like you were in the basement of the Coliseum and you couldn't leave, like they would not let you leave. And sometimes I didn't have food. Like I didn't have the food I wanted. I thought I was going to be able to have all of these big meals. And it was like, I just need applesauce, I need baby food, because I'm warming up again in 30 minutes. Like, there were so many times um, when I just wasn't wasn't prepared for, like, just to be able to fuel myself. And I don't think that made the hugest difference, because um, I learned from it after the first couple of days. But that was a big thing. Um, and also just seeing, like, a lot can happen at 15 events. Um, and it was like a kind of a rough second event after a really good first event. And it was like, wow, do I not belong out here? Like, will I ever be able to dig myself out of this hole of like this event that I thought should have gone better? 
Um, and there are just so many more opportunities. So just being able to like see the big picture of the weekend, but focus on each individual workout because you can't, you can never control the big picture. Like you can just control what's right in front of you, but not getting too caught up in it. Um, and like finally just understanding that I can only do as good as I can do. And when people are running faster or maybe, maybe breaking up their reps in just faster ways than I am, just not to get caught up in that. Um, and I was this way much more at the Granite Games, but I just thought like I had to win everything. And I had this certain certain idea in my mind of what I needed to do to win. And it was like, well, the winner of this event is going to go unbroken. And I want to win, so I have to go unbroken. Even though like when I look back over my training, there's no way I should have tried to go unbroken. Um, so being able to just stay in my own lane with everything um, and understanding like one workout doesn't define the weekend. The first round of the work, the first round of the workout definitely doesn't define that workout. Um, it's like, how can I have my best strategy, not just for this workout, but just for the big picture of the weekend? Um, that was that was like about halfway through. I really, really learned that and had to learn it the hard way. Um, but a big, I saw such a big difference in how I competed from the games to road. Uh, and just applying that lesson felt really good. Yeah, I think in a long weekend like the games with that many events, it's not always the athlete that does well when they're supposed to do well that rises to the top. I think a lot of the time it's, the athlete that is able to balance the events that are their weakness or maybe not in their wheelhouse and how they can approach it in a way where it's damage control, but it's a good enough finish that in the overall scheme of things, you know, will still help them to be in that top place uh, on the leaderboard, wherever they're, they're searching for sure. Yeah, that's, that's exactly, that's exactly it. It's, do good enough in the events that you're not great at and you want to try to double down on the ones that you you can potentially win just with the way that points are structured and, and things like that, you know, definitely makes a big difference. You, you seems, you seem like you could be a, like a, uh, what do you, what's the proper term for this? Like a sport mindset coach. What is it? What's the proper term Christian? Do you know what I'm talking about? Or Emma? Anyways, it seems like you sport, could be like a sports psychologist. Yeah, it seems like the way you talk, Emma, like you have you you would have a potential future in that. Who who has had a big impact on you as far as your your mental game, your mindset? Is it your parents or or who helps you with how you're seeing your your career and how you're viewing all of this? Because you have a very mature um, perspective on it. Thank you. Um, and definitely my coach, Matt, has had the biggest impact on me. Um, he just, he helps me learn from everything. Like when I see something is really bad, he's like, well, I don't think it was bad, but here's what we learned from it. And when something's really good, he's like, he's just like, oh, okay, here's what we learned from this. Um, and like, I used to think if it was bad, you couldn't be proud of it. All you could do is learn. And if it was good, maybe you couldn't really learn that much from it. Um, but Matt just, 
he doesn't have those like emotional highs and lows that I sometimes do. He's just like, okay, you know, what can we take away from this right now to make us better? Like the rest of the competition weekend. Um, and sometimes you really don't have a lot of takeaways like that. Sometimes it's just like, after this competition is over, we're going to work on these movements and just being able to like, let that go. Um, he, that's really like managing emotions is such an important part of competition because the weekend is exhausting anyway. Um, and you just don't have a lot left to give if you're constantly like, that was great. That was terrible. That was great. That was terrible. And that was, that was really how I had been training and competing and Matt's really helped me with that. Um, and he helps me really keep my focus on like what I can control and the details that might otherwise be overlooked, um, but not lose sight of the big picture. And kind of an example of that is with my back. Um, I, it was a very, very hard decision, um, but it's made me so grateful to have a coach who believes in me, not just right now, not just for this year, but who believes in my long-term potential so much that we can sacrifice this year and that we can see that this year isn't my big picture. Um, and I mean, for sure, not all coaches would be like that. And like, you can't, you can't just pour all of your effort into the big picture um, because like you can't control that. You can just control the little things leading up to it. Um, and even since then, it's been like, he, he told me two really good things just a couple days ago, um, but leave the past in the past, focus on you. And it's, it's really simple, um, but it's sure not easy going through adversity. Um, it's like, there's so many what ifs, but it's like, I can't control that because it's in the past. And I mean, I might think about others competing and it's like, I can't control that because that's not keeping focus on me. That's taking energy away from me. Um, and just listen, really, you're on, you're only human though, right? Especially yeah. you're, you're in yeah. that training environment with that crew that you guys have down there, you know, and everybody is making their, their, um, their training and their efforts to go to semis and to the games and things like that. Right. So it's you being around that it's only natural for you to maybe feel a little, I guess maybe left out, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. But you're human. Yeah. It's okay. Absolutely. Um, I I feel a lot that way. I I mean it, it feels really, really bad missing this season. And I would never I would never want to like give anybody the impression that it doesn't. Because like this season didn't just mean something to me, it was everything to me. Um and it's, it's really hard to kind of see the bigger picture. Um, but I, I can't control anymore missing this season. And like in a way that almost feels good. Because uh, really ever since my injury in December, it, it kind of felt like my world was falling apart. Like this season was just shattering in front of me and there was nothing I could do about it. And now it's completely broken. Like nothing I can do to fix it. And as bad as that feels, it's also kind of exciting because now I have nothing to lose in 2022 
and really everything to gain 2023 and going forward. Um, so there can be there can be different feelings there at once. Like there can be the pain and the sadness and just like frustration and kind of like, why did this happen to me? Um, but with any other adversity or setback or challenge kind of like this that I've faced so far, I look back on it now and I'm like, I'm so glad that happened to me. That that taught me exactly what I need, that exactly what I needed to like do the next thing I did that I'm really proud of now. Um, and like, I have no reason to believe that this would be any different than that. Yeah, we were talking about on another episode about just the value of trials and how going through stuff makes you better. And if you don't go through stuff, then you can't be at your full potential. So this is definitely a bump in the road for you and a hill to climb. But once you get uh, back up to that peak, this valley, if you will, is uh, going to be all the more worth it. So I love that perspective. We're rooting for you and hoping that you recover quickly. And yeah, and you just get back to doing you. Uh, what do you like to do, Emma, besides CrossFit? What is we, we did say it's a eat, sleep, drink, CrossFit, but what does Emma Carey like outside of fitness? I love my dog, Jim. He's not in Naples right now, and that's really sad, but he will be soon. Um, and I've taught Jim about 130 tricks. I think it's like 127, um, and we wanted to <coughs> keep going, but I just kind of ran out of things to teach him. Uh, he's an Australian Shepherd. He's 10 now so smart my training partner uh just love him so much and getting to i mean it, i think it's important to sometimes kind of disconnect from that crossfit part of myself and jim really helps me do that all right so do you have you ever posted any of these tricks like on social media that jim does yeah i think a long time ago i did um, and on my YouTube channel, and this is really embarrassing, and I know people are going to probably go look at this now, but right under like all my qualifier workouts and everything, there will be like Jim's 102 dog tricks, Jim goes shopping, like <laughs> I I wanted him to be YouTube famous. Uh, I think this was, I think this was even before CrossFit, um, and his name is Jim, but he's not named after the gym. That was his yeah. name when I got him. Emma. You need to do another video yeah. and you will go viral if you, you should do like, it, it could be really quick where it's chopped, where you you're doing every trick within two, three seconds or whatever. So it's just like all 126 of your yeah. tricks is bing, 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 bing. You will yes. blow. When you said that, oh, I've taught my dog about a hundred and whatever you said, 26. I literally, I, you, you probably thought I was frozen. You probably thought my screen was frozen. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us. Um, so obviously Jim sits and shakes and rolls over and all that. Give us a couple of like, what are some unique tricks that Jim does? Yeah, uh, I think my favorite is when I'll fake sneeze. He'll go get a tissue, bring it to me. I'll fake <laughs> blow my nose, give the tissue back, and then he'll go throw the tissue in the trash can. No. I got to see this. <laughs> <laughs> is this on YouTube? I don't think that one is. Emma, you need to put all of the – on your Instagram, on your – forget being like CrossFit famous. You will be globally famous for this. <laughs> 
Yeah. Wait. Okay. Humor, humor us one more. Do a, a couple of more. What, what are a couple, uh, Christian has a dog and I have two dogs, so we love dogs. So, um, yeah, give us two more. Yeah. Uh, that's about his coolest, but he can climb a ladder. Uh, he can jump rope with me. Um, he can push a little mini shopping cart and stop and put vegetables in it. No, 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 I like that one. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Hilarious. Thank you for humoring us. That's that, great. Wow. Good for you. You know, what takes more, just as much discipline than the dog having that capability is the person training it, you know, like yeah. so many people are just lazy with training their dogs. Was this you're doing or had your your dad or your mom had they started to train gym or who's who's the master trainer within your this, your... this was my doing um wow most of these it was right when i got gym and that was i think that was about eight years ago um so i would have been about 10 when we started this uh and i just watched youtube videos um and i I was just going to teach him like a few basic things, but we both really enjoyed it. So we just kept going. Wow. Good for you. That's so cool. Uh, Christian, let's keep on this topic of like, not all things CrossFit. Do you want to put Emma on the hot seat? Let's do it. All right, Emma, we're going to do the hot seat. Super fun, super chill. Okay. All right, Emma, couple of quick questions. Just give us the first thing that comes to mind. Ready? Ready. Would you rather move fast or lift heavy? Lift heavy. Coffee or pre-workout? I don't like either. Current favorite sneaker? I'm trying to think what I could say. Uh, Tear is making some awesome shoes, and I've got to test them. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> uh, favorite brunch food? Oatmeal. I have four bowls of oatmeal a day, so it's not just brunch food, but I love oatmeal. <laughs> Favorite song? Mm. I really love My Jesus by Ann Wilson, and In Jesus' Name, I forget who that's by, but those are my two go-tos right now. If you had to pick one movement to do for the rest of your life, what would it be? Snatch. And one more bonus one, power or squat? Squat, 100%. <laughs> all right, all right. You made it through the hot seat. Nice job, Emma, nice job. I had to put my, my microphone on, on mute. There's oh. my dogs that I was that I was telling you about. They were, they were rooting you on during your hot seat right there. Well, I'm so glad that we got to chat with you. Um, you're an awesome person and yeah, just we're, we're rooting for you and we can't wait for, for the future. It is vast and long. You're so young. You have such an amazing journey ahead of you and we'll be rooting for you uh, the, whole, the whole step of the way, okay? Every step of the way. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Our pleasure. Absolutely. All right, we'll see you later. See ya. All right, everyone. That was Emma Carey. You can follow her on the gram Emma Carey with two Y's at the end and just one R on that last name. So E-M-M-A-C-A-R-Y-Y. You can see that in the description of this episode. Uh, so thanks again to Emma.
How about Emma, the dog trainer? Can you believe that? That's that is incredible. Like I couldn't even imagine. Forget the sports psychologist <laughs> thing. She's gonna be the next Caesar Caesar Milan. Is that his name? Caesar Milan, the dog trainer? I don't know. Yeah, that's that's who it is, Caesar Milan. That's she's gonna be the nicer version of him because he's not <laughs> he's not so nice. So uh cool. All right, my guy. Good to spend some time with you today and and chat it up. Absolutely. Till next time. Until next time, later. All right. So Christian Harris is out. Emma Carey is out. I'm Joe Roscoe, co-host of Move Fast, Live Tabby. Uh, again, if you want to check out our apparel or Christian's training program, Train with CH, you can head on over to movefastlifthevy.com. We'll see you on the next one. Later. <laughs>